Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross-Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those different ideas together. It's Friday, July 12th at 2 p.m. in London. We recently downgraded our view on global stocks, lowering our recommendation to underweight. This is our lowest recommendation in the last five years and an important change in view. We are making this change because our return expectations for stocks are unusually low, a property that we do not think is improved by central bank action or poor return potentials in other asset classes. What do we mean by low potential returns for stocks? Well, one method is to look at the returns that are forecast by Morgan Stanley's own strategists. These teams set their market price targets through detailed analysis of earnings trends, investor flows, market valuation, and current global developments. At the moment, a key view of these teams is that the market's expectation for corporate earnings over the next 12 months are simply too high, limiting the potential for further market gains. Across the stock markets in the U.S., Europe, Japan, and emerging economies, Morgan Stanley's equity strategist forecast gains of just 1% over the next 12 months. So how about a second opinion? Another way to estimate how much equities might make over the next 12 months is to start with current valuations and adjust that based on what's historically happened given current economic data. That's the approach that our team runs. Unfortunately, we get a similar answer as our equity strategists. Overall, global equity valuations are slightly expensive, which means that our starting point for returns should be slightly below average. But what really hurts this estimate is the economic backdrop. When the yield curve has been this flat, when unemployment has been this low, when consumer confidence has been this high, and importantly, when all three of these factors have been stalling out, the next 12 months return for global stocks has been well below average. Put together, the average expected return to our strategist 12-month price targets and our expected return based on an economically adjusted valuation level is just 2% for global equities. That's the lowest reading in five years. And we think that warrants our lowest recommendation to stocks in the last five years and the first time that we're going underweight. But why make this change now? We don't have a crystal ball, but we do think that a poor 12-month return outlook for stocks now also coincides with several near-term risk factors. The first risk is earnings, with the second quarter earnings season kicking off next week. While estimates for the current quarter have come down, we think that there's a risk that companies use this opportunity to lower their expectations for the entire year. What would warrant such a change? When companies last updated investors for the first quarter, it was mid-April. Since then, a lot has changed. U.S.-China trade talks have deteriorated significantly, global data has weakened, and our economists have lowered their growth forecasts in the U.S., Europe, and China. A second risk is the season. Ahead of earnings, companies lose the ability to buy back stock, limiting an important source of market support. After earnings, you're about to enter a two-month period between July and August that historically sees much weaker than average market returns. For all those reasons, we think it makes sense for investors to reduce their overall stock holdings to below average or underweight levels. Regionally, we think Europe and Japan are preferable to stocks in the U.S. and emerging markets. We like Europe because it has been acting as a less volatile, more defensive market over the last 12 months, and because we think that the European Central Bank will ultimately embark on another round of quantitative easing by the end of this year. Japan, because it's one of the few markets in the world that is still at historically low levels of valuation. There is plenty that we could be wrong about, of course. Stocks are not expensive relative to bonds. Central banks could continue to provide market support. Economic data may not be as bad as we expect. I'll try to address those things in more detail on my next episode. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the latest Thoughts on the Market.
The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.